Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, I'm Autumn Outlaw, and you're listening to an original Outlaw podcast. My very first guest, Sarah Jane Menifee. I'm so glad to have her on here. We're going to talk about how she and I met in our friendship. Next, we're going to give some quick and easy meal tips. We all can use those. And then Sarah Jane will dish on the things she loves most about our community here in Waco. All right. Welcome, Sarah Jane. Hi, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. So go ahead and tell everyone about you, your family, where you're from. Let us know a little more about you. Sure. So I grew up about 45 minutes east of Waco in a small town of Dawson, Texas. I always like to say I grew up in the country. We had a town of 800 people and I didn't live in town. So (laughs) (laughs) it was really fun living there. And when we came to town, we came to Waco or to Corsicana to do our shopping and things like that. So living near Waco I never thought I wanted to live here, (laughs) Uh, but then I got my first job here right out of college at Texas State Technical College, which is where you and I met, Yes, and got to work there for six years with some wonderful people and kind of fell in love with Waco. I think that when I moved here, Waco started to be cool, Uh, (laughs) and it was sort of the ground floor of getting in on things going on in the community, and Waco really experiencing a revitalization, so um, that's where I grew up, and now, uh, fast forward 12, 13 years now, living here in Waco, I'm married and have three kids, all girls, Evelyn is almost eight, and then I have Nora, who's six, and Maggie, who's two, so our life is busy and full and fun, my husband's a teacher here at one of the local schools, and I'm a stay-at-home mom, after a 10-year career in communications and I'm loving what I get to do now, which is having a lot more free time to be with my kids. And girl mom. So all and girl, all girl so mom. Yeah. Girl all the way. <laughs> got bows and tutus and glitter and everything in my house. So, so much fun. So you mentioned early on how you and I met was working together yeah. at Texas State Technical College. It was a lot of fun. I remember the very first time I met you. I don't know if you remember oh, this man, or not. I'm just going to tell some stories. <laughs> I am. So um, I was involved with student ambassadors at TSTC. We had a group of students who would go and be a uh, president at different events around Waco on campus and you came in and worked for communications and you came to one of our events and you know TSCC we were, again we were kind of changing things there and you got up in front of the whole group of all these students and you were excited and you wanted people to tell you stories so you could share them and I was like we needed a little extra excitement on campus and someone who wanted to share all the great things that were happening so from the moment you spoke in front of that group I think 
you're when you speak your your body jumps around and I love that you're excited and I'm like I have to meet her I want to know how to you know <laughs> connect with her so we worked together and we got a chance to work through student uh, orientation and we build did. a campaign there so I know working together was a blast and I remember one of the first things that you invited me to was you had a fiesta move-in party you just moved on campus and had this great party invited a lot of the staff to come uh, and kind of yeah. welcome you to the neighborhood on I campus. I love to party so anytime that I can get people together and I, it's funny because I my middle daughter is the same way we went to a baby shower today and she was talking about how much she likes parties and she was gonna have an event space someday when she grows up and I was like oh I love you so much <laughs> everything you do is themed and yes. has like a, a party wrapped around it so uh, we both we so, have I a love... whole episode on parties girl yes. you you throw we some should. great some great parties too yeah so we love of parties love of, of celebrating for sure another fun thing that we worked on together when we were at TSTC was uh, a mascot and the TSTC has been, has been around for quite a while and they had a mascot Since with their 65 that's correct we, we, we know that we can quote all kinds of things because, yeah. yeah we worked in marketing so <laughs> yes. we know when the um, pilot program started they had a mascot like a team mascot it was never a formal mascot you could see and touch but they right. had one technical so. college they don't have a football team no. so so we had a lot of fun creating turbo we had a campaign built around it it was a lot of fun so it was fun building that which was what what kind of mascot is it you got to tell them oh it's a tornado it's a tornado yeah. with a cowboy hat the cowboy hat we the contracted ca- with a canadian company and autumn had to send them a picture of what a cowboy hat should look like yes it had to be george Strait and not so much indiana jones not indiana jones yeah yes. so we had pictures to make sure that we represented that so it was fun so we're always finding fun ways to uh, kind of build experiences again uh, i know when we first became friends um you moved to waco we weren't married no kids and i had my son knox who just well, turned those 13 days. that's really fun yeah. i remember going to the holiday parade downtown and knox was about two or three and you were so sweet with him because he was a little rambunctious it's very rare for him to be kind of out of sorts if he was but i feel like that was your first taste of kind of kids and now oh, between the yeah. two of us we have six and now so. he's a teenager yeah. so that's wow yeah, it's been, a, it's been a crazy ride. Let's talk about some fun things that we do together Absolutely. as friends. Um, one thing that we do every year is um, we do a Christmas card photo trade-off, which I think is like, it is a number one mom hack I've ever heard of. I Yes, it's and it's the, the best. It's the best, craziest. Like, uh, when we leave there, I always feel like I've been in a tornado, <laughs> uh, speaking of tornadoes. And so, but it, it really is the best. So we, every year, probably after Thanksgiving, the weekend after is a good time for us. Yes, we meet somewhere, usually downtown Waco with our families and we take Christmas card pictures. I take their family picture. They take ours. And so it's like 20 minutes of crazy. It is because <laughs> while I'm taking Sarah Jane's photo of her beautiful family, my kids are crazy jumping off, bouncing <laughs> off the walls, all that and telling them not to get dirty and not to yep. distract Keep your hair too nice. much. Don't get anything <laughs> on your tights. Yeah. And then we we swap. And so um, it's a lot of, hey, look this way. Hey, 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 smile, smile, smile. Um, but it's certainly a lot of fun. So that is definitely a tip. If you can find yes. a friend to meet and help take don't photos. don't have to spend $300 nope. on a photo for your Christmas card. Don't do it. Don't. And we drop it into usually um, either you know some kind of editing app and app make some, some changes to it. Make sure yeah. that it brighten things up and all that. And then add some text All you want it. is a nice picture so. of your family, their faces, so people can see, oh, look, mm-hmm. they're your older and they're just as crazy as usual. Mm-hmm. It's a good memory. We love it. it so is. we always kind of scope out the best spot, change it up a little bit every year, but usually it's somewhere downtown. But and our kids look forward to it because they get to play afterwards. Yes. This year it was a little cold, so we didn't actually hang out that long. No. But yeah. But it's a lot of fun. Something else Sarah Jane and I get to do together that we kind of, um, Sarah Jane really started this and I've kind of carried it through um, all, throughout the years is dress a day in May. So tell yeah. everyone why, th- where this <laughs> thought came from. Man, this is our, this is going to be our 10th year it for is. dress a day in May. It that is. is incredible so um 
10 years ago, <laughs> I had just gotten married and I had a closet full of dresses that I got to wear for showers and different things because like, I thought, I don't know, maybe it's a Southern mentality. I thought you're supposed to wear dresses to your all of your wedding showers and wedding events and things like that. So I had all these dresses and I never wore them. I like had them in the back for like when I attended a special event or something like that. Um, and I kind of posted something on Facebook. I think I'm going to try to wear a dress every day in May because it kind of goes together. May is like the perfect month to wear mm -hmm. dresses because it's starting to get warmer. It's not hot. And I posted that. And then a bunch of our friends hopped on. You got on there immediately mm -hmm. and said, oh my gosh, that sounds like fun. Let's all do it. So that was the same way. I had <laughs> yeah. dresses that I would, I would wear them to work some, but not every day calls for a dress to work. Yes. Um, especially with the job I had, I was around campus a lot and walking around and so I feel like mm -hmm. I need to have a specific reason to dress up but really I mean if you have them why not wear them it was just a, kind of a, a purpose and a reason to dress up and again maybe it's a southern thing but definitely um, you know own lots of dresses so that year gosh there were probably at least probably 15 to 20 of us yeah, that started were. doing we it. We had a blog and we posted on social media and it's kind of grown from there. We have a Facebook group with over 200 people. Mm -hmm. We've had people in different countries and different states participating and it's become a really empowering thing where lots of women post, you know, their photos or they don't post photos. They just, do, they follow along and we talk about body image. We talk about wanting to feel pretty and get dressed up and sometimes our outfits don't always work out. <laughs> we give each other advice. We We've swapped dresses before. Mm -hmm. We have a traveling dress. We have a traveling it's, dress. It, we pass around to different girls to wear, ladies to wear around, and it's traveled from different states and cities, and so it's, it's a lot of fun. And one of the things I think is really neat, too, over the years is a lot of people come to me and say, I actually wear a dress every day in May, yeah. and if I don't post pictures, I don't want to do that. <laughs> it, there's no rules. You yeah. can do whatever you want to. I mean, if you want to wear a dress just on Fridays or if you want to do whatever, I just think it's an opportunity to really look in your closet, see what you have, and wear a dress because you want to. Um, and I think that's something, too, people like, well, I don't have 31 dresses. Well, you don't have to. Be creative or, um, you know, just wear wear what you have and maybe recycle what you have. And you don't have to spend a lot of money on dresses. That's one thing I love is that yes. I find the cheapest, you cheapest, find the best, best deals. dresses. <laughs> Mostly for a dollar because yeah. I have a, my secret little shop. Um, not so much a secret anymore, but yeah. clothesline here in Waco that has um, great dresses that are uh, people donate. So it's a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm glad and honored and proud to be part of Dress a Day in May with you. I yeah. feel like it's really, the movement was such a small thing and it's really grown so it's such a fun fun thing to be a part of and I'm glad I get to do that with you it is it's something so. I look forward to every May especially the other thing is you know in the winter we wear a lot of pants a lot of sweaters and it's nice to pull out all the spring florals mm -hmm. and fun things so it is it's a it's a party every day in May <laughs> it, is. it is it's a lot of fun okay well we're gonna go ahead and take a quick little break and come back and talk about some easy food tips and tricks Sarah Jane has a few things up her sleeve she wants to talk about and I have one that is my go-to meal for a uh, cold winter nights or if I have a big group coming so we're going to talk a uh, dish a little bit about our favorite dishes we'll be right back Thanks for coming back. We had a lot of fun talking about how Sarah Jane and I met, all the fun projects we've been a part of over the years. So now we want to share some easy food tips and tricks. Um, Sarah Jane has a few things she's brought along to share. Some are snacks and some are, are it's a meal too. So go ahead and just fill us in. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, 
You can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Well, first of all, you know, as a mom of three kids, they are always hungry. Oh, yeah. Even if they just ate like an hour (laughs) before, they're starving again. And right now I've got two kids in school, so um, I I pick them up and they're immediately hungry. They eat at like 1120, which is like the morning still. So they're really hungry when I pick them up at almost four. So a couple of my tips for snacks is I have an air popper for popcorn. Nice. And I love it because it makes great popcorn, first of all. It's extremely inexpensive. I buy my popcorn at the Dollar Tree. I am a big Dollar Tree fan. I'm all about the dollar. It's a dollar for a big bag of popcorn (laughs) that will take us maybe a month to eat. Wow. So just think about, I mean, it's not every single day that we eat popcorn, Mm -hmm. but we eat a lot of popcorn. The other great thing about the air popper is you don't end up with a bunch of kernels like you would in a microwavable bag. There's no kernels left over typically. So all of the kernels pop. I use like the cooking spray, the oil Mm -hmm. cooking spray and sea salt. So as it's popping out of the popper, you spray it with a little bit of the oil and I have a little grinder, a sea salt grinder. So that way the salt sticks to the popcorn because if you do it without that, if you just put salt on it, salt goes down to the bottom and you get a bunch of bland popcorn and then salt. (laughs) That's a great way to do that. That way you can see how much you're putting on there and it's not like parts are heavily salted and other parts yes. have nothing on them at all. And so. we get some of those flavors sometimes. They have like a caramel flavor and a different shakers that you can get. There's a butter flavor one. They have that at Dollar Tree too. And sometimes I'll do seasonal things with that. So mm-hmm. they love a little surprise like M&M's or candy corn or something like that sprinkled on top. So mm-hmm. it's not a ton of sugar, mm-hmm. but it's like a little treat like, hey, you did a good job. You went to school today and that's hard. Yeah, it's a special way to show them that you know, yes. you're know, you looking at different ways to give them popcorn. <laughs> My dollar popcorn. Um, and what I do is I we pick them up and most days we're going somewhere. So I have it in a big bowl that has a lid and then I serve it to them in cups in the car so they can eat their snack because they're they're starving. Oh my goodness. I always just grab a couple cups and they can eat out of the cups. That's a really handy way to eat popcorn on the go. Yeah. So love it. That's one of my go-to snacks. The other thing that I do if we're at home and they're starving (laughs) is that I always have apples or carrots available because Mm. truly I don't want them to eat a meal Mm -hmm. as a snack. I don't want them to fill up on anything. Neither popcorn, apples, or carrots are really going to fill them up and make them not eat dinner. I mean, at least popcorn's a whole grain. Apples and carrots, they're fruits and veggies. Mm -hmm. Um, So if they're truly hungry, they will eat them. If they're not and they're just bored and feel like snacking on something, they can't do worse than snacking on a cracker. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Yeah. Or a carrot. Do you have any snacks on your list that you wanted to share that you guys, your kids like to eat? Um, I know pretzels are always an easy yes. go-to, and I try to find cute ways to package them up. Like whenever uh, Knox, my son, was playing soccer, I used to put them in little baggies and then print off little labels on like just paper and oh, staple yeah. on there. So it looks, again, a little bit more special. Applesauce is always an easy one to go to. Absolutely. Same kind of idea. It's just you know, the little squeezy pack ones. So those well, are pretty we simple have, ones, um, If we don't have a squeezy pack one, sometimes I just put a straw in there, oh. and you can drink the ones <laughs> that are like in the cups. Oh, yeah. That's you know, because so I have a two-year-old, so, you know, it, applesauce is a messy business if uh-huh. it's not squeezy, but you can put a straw in it, like poke it through the top, and then you don't have it like going everywhere. There you go. Very, <laughs> very smart. So it's not snacks. Let's talk about weeknight meals. Yes. We both have a soup, a yes. go-to soup recipe. For my kiddos, we love Asian food, mm-hmm. and it's something that I really got into in college. I worked at a Korean place and really got to know a lot of Asian cuisines, and so they love egg drop soup. Mm-hmm. It's like the easiest thing to make. Don't 
don't buy the packet at the store. It's really easy to make. So on a weeknight, almost every Wednesday, I make egg drop soup, steamed rice, and like peas or adamame or some kind of vegetable to go with it. It's very easy. It makes great leftovers. Oh, yeah. So for that, what you need is either chicken broth or chicken stock that I just buy it at the store. Sometimes I make my own, but let's just be honest. I buy it at the store. <laughs> eggs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a couple eggs, you whip them up like you're going to scramble them. You heat up the chicken broth. I add a little soy sauce to that. And then when the broth starts to boil, you whip in the egg and it makes the egg kind of look like egg drop soup. Um, it's a weird way to cook eggs. But yeah, but it works. That's what they do. Yeah, they make it in the restaurant. That's how they make it in a restaurant. Yeah. So it's basically just, you know, chicken broth and eggs. And then I make steamed rice in a rice cooker that I have. So that's like hands off. Mm-hmm. I can start it before I go pick them up from school. And then um, I actually add frozen peas directly to the soup because it cools it down so they can eat it faster. And it's like a vegetable instead of just basically chicken broth and rice. That's so smart and so easy. And that's what I'm always looking for. Yeah. <laughs> for dinner. It's really, really well, simple. My, and my kids like that too. I mean, egg drop soup is one of those. It's like chicken noodle soup. But exactly. It's the egg in it's... there. So it's a fresh way to make that. So it's really nice and really easy. <laughs> so the one go-to meal that we do, the soup we have is, I call it outlaw heat and serve soup. I just made the name up because it's a soup that I've made for years. My cousin gave me the recipe. I don't even know where she got it from. It's a go-to when we have family coming over, if it's you know cold outside or if I just don't have much time to cook, I'll throw this together. Um, you don't have to really cook anything. All the items are pre-cooked in their cans, um, which normally I would feel a little guilty just opening up cans and serving my children a meal from that. But the way this all comes together, it tastes so good. So I get one can of Rotel. Um, I get the mild, but you can get any different heat level. If you like spicy, you can go all in for the, the hot. So one can of Rotel, one can of ranch style beans. If you want to get it off brand, you can, but I recommend the ranch style beans. I think it tastes I love better. Yes. <laughs> Um, a can of chicken and rice condensed soup. So you can get Campbell's or you can get off-brand. This one, I feel like doesn't matter. I've, I've used both. So you don't add any water. You just get the can. A can of chicken. I know people have feelings about eating chicken out of a can, but this, again, mixes so well. It's, it's really great. So it you're is. not like eating it that's directly. Right. That's correct. And the last item is a can of cream-style corn. So the items are Rotel, ranch-style beans, chicken with rice condensed soup, can of chicken, and cream-style corn. So five cans. You open all these items you dump them into a pot to a crock pot to a bowl to put in the microwave any way you want to heat this up is fine it's all cooked I mean you can technically eat it cold if you wanted to but you have to heat it up to make it taste better if you make this the night before I think it tastes better because it's one of the things the flavors all mix Soup in together tastes better the next day that's so true I agree it's true and then you can add some tortilla chip put some um, shredded cheese on top slice avocados and toss it in if you want to if you don't want to add anything that's fine but with all these items I went through and priced the, them today it's about a dollar for 46 per serving and this should feed up four people so it's That's so great. cheap and it's easy and it tastes good so i have this on my website which is an original outlaw.com so you can find it there i've shared this many times on pinterest on facebook and the last time i shared it i think it had over 150 shares the website had over 50,000 um, views so because people yes, people love it it's easy it's fast if you want to change items out then a, a friend of mine always mentioned she does hamburger meat instead of chicken that's great but that's a lot of work i don't want to have to cook it if I'm trying to hurry I just want to dump the cans and go so that's my easy go-to meal whenever. yeah and the good thing about both of these soups is that they are items you can have in your pantry oh yeah you have a bag of rice and a couple things of chicken broth I mean minus the eggs which we always also have in the fridge it's like you have a meal in your back pocket mm-hmm. for a day that gets crazy or it suddenly decides to be winter in Texas right. when it's been 70 <laughs> and it's cold and soup sounds good oh, yeah. so it's an easy thing it's an easy mom win it is absolutely and I'm always looking 
rooting for those mom wins because it's, it's it's hard. This so looks like we know what it. we're doing. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break. And then next, I want to get to know Sarah Jane a little bit better. I'm going to ask her about herself and about the things she loves about living in our community. So we'll be back in just one moment. back and we're here with Sarah Jane Menifee and we want to find out a little bit about what you love about Waco. So again, we're glad to have you here today. It's been a lot of fun to talk with you. <laughs> so we both live here in, in Waco and we're both pretty plugged in, but I want to know what you love most in the organizations that you're a part of. Sure. So if anyone has heard me talk about Waco, they've heard me talk about the Waco Public Library. It is one of the best institutions we have here and we have so many. Waco is a great community. There's so much to do here. We have four branches and they're all over Waco and they're all free. <laughs> and I've, I love it so much that there are some weeks where my kids and I are there three or four times a week, sometimes more, yeah. especially in the summer. And not only can you get great books there, you can get movies, audiobooks. There's great programming for free for all ages, kids, teens, and adults. I've done craft projects there. It's a total mom win when we talk about things that are easy, that provide great content for your kids. I love doing crafts with them there because they provide all the craft stuff. Oh, yes. And they clean up when you're done. <laughs> and it's like a way to be a crafty mom that you don't, and you don't actually leave your, have to do anything. You leave your temper intact. You're yes. not mad and angry. They have glue everywhere and glitter. And, and the ladies who run that program, I've gone a few times with yes. you and with my little one, Jetta. They are wonderful. And, are. and she loves to go and, and, and be a part of that. And so, but yes, it, it's a great, great program to be a part of. And, and you mentioned renting movies. I've gone and rented movies there before because you can't find them on Netflix or certain there's things that movies that are in the middle. Yes, and there's yes. no cost. It's free. It's like yeah. taking out a it's book. It's like $5.99 so. to rent them somewhere or you can get them for free at the library. <laughs> as long as you take them back on time, then there's no cost. That's, That's true. the <laughs> hardest part is getting them returned on time. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, getting my kids into reading has been really fun. They do a big summer reading program every summer and we completed the Thousand Books Before Kindergarten program that they have here as well. All of the librarians are really, really nice. It's not like the quiet, scary place mm -hmm. that you could imagine maybe when maybe when we were growing up I feel like libraries are a lot more quiet than they are now now it's a place where absolutely of the children's sections you can be loud mm -hmm. and play they have a lot of science and technology programming and things like that they're really like with the times as far as that's concerned the kids can play on the computer they have a lot of free programming for your kids to play on like abcmouse.com and things like that that they can use for free with their library cards and your kids can have their own library card at the yes. age of five so and I have two with library cards and they think that this is the best thing that's ever happened to them Oh, yeah, that's so fun for them to go and get that card, then put it in their wallet and have that with yes. them. And yeah, that's it's such a fun thing. I want to make sure I mention, because I'm a part of um, the Dr. Pepper Museum and a few other organizations around, that the library has passes to different museums oh, around. Right. So you can go pick up and check out, like you had a book, six passes to go to museums around Waco. So you can go to the Dr. Pepper Museum, you can go to the Mayborn. I mean, any of the museums that participate, you can go get a pass for free. So think about that. If you have... Texas Ranger Museum, yeah, the Mammoth have, Site... If you have All children and you need to take them somewhere, you don't have a lot of money to spend, this is a great way to go get your library card at no cost. Check those out. And again, as long as you return them on time, there's no expense. It's For it's the fantastic. museums, you actually leave them at the museum that you use. So I we have had a zoo membership in the past. And this last year, I was like, you know, I don't know that we need it this year because my youngest is a little too young to really enjoy it. My older two are in school. So I was like, you know, we'll let it go. But every now and then you kind of want to go to the zoo. But being able to go for free is amazing. Mm -hmm. You can get up to four people.
people into the zoo with one of those passes and you just leave it with them and they you get in oh. for the whole day. So oh, well, that's pretty good. Cool. I know the zoo is part of that too. Yeah. So good. I learned something new today <laughs> also. That's great. And you're involved in other things within Waco too. I know that you love the YMCA and, and just gush about the great programming they have. And so talk We're more about that. We're just there today. I love it because it's one of the most affordable gyms in town. Uh, so you got you have great childcare there so that as a stay-at-home mom, I can go work out consistently. And they have fantastic kid programs there. We were there because my daughter had a basketball game today. And it's, it's awesome. The way that they run the organization is really impressive. All of the exercise instructors are really encouraging. I love it because it's another place that feels really inclusive. The library is inclusive of anyone in Waco. So you see anyone from different ages and economic backgrounds and things like that. So I love that it's like a place where you see a lot of the Waco community. It's not like a pocket of a certain type of person. The YMCA is the same way. I love that I, as a stay-at-home mom, I'm there during the day. So I see a lot of little old ladies who are getting, going to do their water aerobics class. And I feel like even just being in the women's locker room is inspiring because there's just women of all types and sizes and we're all there with the purpose of keeping our bodies healthy and strong and I found it to be a really encouraging place. They have a great app that allows you to check out when classes are, to sign up for swim lessons. They are the only place that I know of that you can go to a a pool in the summer if you don't have a pool in your backyard or have an apartment complex that you have access to. Their outdoor pool is fantastic and you can swim all year long because they have indoor pools as well. We like to go on Sunday afternoons and go swimming with the kids during the year and the indoor pool because it gives them a chance to practice their swimming skills. And a couple years ago, we weren't members there. And the first time we went swimming in the summer, it was like they had never seen water before. (laughs) You know, like they had forgotten everything they knew about swimming. So Mm -hmm. keeping those skills up have been great. I really do, as a mom, love the childcare there Mm -hmm. for my little one. Like there have been some gems where I wasn't entirely sure that I was... (laughs) comfortable with like teenagers who are mostly on their phones. I'm not going to name any names, but the YMC, it's kind of like aunties and grandmas here watching them and they know their names and it's a very safe environment. So it's nice to know that I can go there for sure um, as many times as I want to in a week and get healthy and feel like I'm a part of a community there. Yeah. And that's great. Like you said, it's, it's good for your mind, for your body. It's a chance to engage other people, especially being a stay-at-home mom. It gives you a chance to go and talk with others who are doing the same things you are. So absolutely. And then so last, I want you talk a little bit about University High School. I know that you really support different things they have going on there for many different sure. reasons. So tell me why. Well, first of all, my wonderful husband <laughs> is a teacher there. One of the things he's involved with lots of things there, so I'm involved with a lot mm-hmm. of things there. But um, this last year I've been able to go to a lot of their arts performances because they have a phenomenal theater department there. Just a couple days ago I went to a choir concert that they held at a Waco Historic Home. And so it's just neat to see like really great programming happening at the high school level here and be a part of that. Their um, junior ROTC program, they provide a really fun free camp for kids every spring. So my kids are normally involved with that. It's like a little boot camp that they put on for kids. And I think that, you know, with education, a lot of people can talk about how poorly things are going um, on at schools, but there's a lot of great programming that's happening at university. A lot of community-minded events that the students do. They did a big Halloween event that my husband was highly involved in, Uh, but it was a great indoor event for the kids. And I just have been very impressed with the caliber of the program that they put on. And it's something that I feel like maybe not a lot of people in Waco know that they can attend events at other schools, even if they're not a part of it. So it's just been, it's sometimes it's hard to hear about whether or not they're happening. (laughs) Sometimes the communication doesn't go past the school, but being a wife of a teacher, it's it's been fun to go and support, especially the arts, the theater department, their bands, their choir, things like that. So I've been glad to hear about that from you because I didn't know much about it. As you mentioned, it kind of, it's hard to get out 
outside of maybe the students and parents there. And since I'm not part of that, I've heard a lot from you. And so I also now have some other friends who work there in a different capacity. So it's been a lot of fun to, to hear about that. So I encourage you all get engaged with the Waco Libraries, YMCA, check out what's going on at University High School. Waco has some really great things that are happening, hidden away, hidden gems. And so there's a lot, quite a bit there that you can get engaged with. I, I want to say thank you for being on my very first uh, podcast. <laughs> I was a little scared and nervous to do this, but you're one of those friends who's always pushing me to try th- something. And, and even if I don't know what's going on, you're like, you can do this. You're great. Like, you can do hard things. And so I appreciate you very you much for, for being You um, can podcast, Autumn. You <laughs> did it. Oh, yay. Um, so as we close out, I just want to remind you, you can go to anoriginaloutlaw.com to find out more of our recipes on there. Future podcasts will be on there too. But thanks so much for listening today. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.